My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CR Checkup Podcast. I am so excited to have each and every one of you here with us today. My hope is that I got a chance to see you either on Monday night at our Goodyear campus or on Wednesday night at our Buckeye campus. But regardless of whether you come to our meeting or you don't, you simply miss or you live in a different state or a different country. Hey, we are so excited that you're tuning in. We love you so much, and we hope that you can join in on the conversation that we started in person, in this case, at our Goodyear meeting. And I've got a good friend here with us uh, today, and I'm super excited to have him actually back on the podcast, maybe continue some conversations that we've had in the past, um, just kind of get an up-to-date with what's been going on in his life. And uh, he just recently celebrated a big recovery birthday, so we could hear about that. Um, So without any more kind of chopping it up here, let's uh, have him... What's up, man? Introduce yourself. Uh, what's up, dude? <laughs> I'm Dylan. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and uh, I struggle with drug addiction and a whole bunch of other stuff. And yeah, man, I just celebrated three years of sobriety, and um, no place I'd rather celebrate it than right here with uh, my Celebrate Recovery family, which is the first recovery family I ever found. Mm. What is up, Dylan? Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, being here, man. I'm excited. I'm stumbling over my words, dude. I just can't wait to get into it. I know, it. <laughs> dude. I know. You just you lit up as soon as we sat down here, dude. I, I felt the energy. I love it. So you've been in the program for a while now. So you, okay. And probably some people have heard your episode before. Or some of you, you've been on multiple episodes yeah, talking about steps. Yeah, this is my steps. fourth time or something like that. Yeah, yeah. maybe even in more than that. But I think we've talked about your testimony once or twice. I'm not, right. I'm not sure. Uh, you can go back and check out some of those episodes as well. But um, hopefully we can continue the conversation. But for those who don't know, hopefully we can share a little bit of an overview of your story, what kind of brought you in. Uh, just celebrated three years. Um, but you've been in recovery in uh, even at CR for longer than that, right? Yeah. So um, closer to like five, Is dude, that, uh, five or six, five yeah, or six something years, like that, yeah. man. Yeah. So um, yeah, share with us a little bit about that. What was your journey, kind of getting started in CR? Yeah. Um, you know, just share a little bit about your story, and then yeah, let's talk a little bit about where you're at now. Well, I think what's so important there is I love that you pointed out. So I've been sober for three years now. I've been coming to celebrate recovery for five or six. So obviously it took me a while to get clean. You know, it, it really did. And I always say, you know, I'll, I'll, when I share in, uh, in our open share groups is the only thing that I did correctly around that time was I kept coming back. Yeah. You know, and I and I think and that's why I just love that you brought that up right there. And it's not something I guess I've ever thought to bring up on just by myself, like on an episode or anything. But the fact that you did, because I think so many people out there struggle, struggle, struggle and I know for me, there was that time in my life where I thought, you know what, like maybe I'm just not going to get this, Hmm. you know, maybe I'm just, maybe it's not going to happen for me. You know, I tried the meetings, I tried church, I tried this, I tried that, right? Like maybe it's just not going to happen for me. But what I came to realize was I had never actually surrendered (laughs) to God. I never actually surrendered to this 12, to the 12 step program, right? right? Like I never actually surrendered to any of that. I was kind of just sitting there and hoping to absorb it. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. what I did do correctly is I kept coming back and eventually it stuck. You know what I mean? So I, I yeah. love that you brought that up, man. But yeah, I walked through the doors struggling with drug addiction 
um, I was under this, uh, this, this insane theory that if I could just stop doing drugs, that my life would be just fine. Right. And I believed it, you know, but as we say here at Celebrate Recovery, whatever brings us through the doors only opens the doors, which I could not agree more. Um, as I was entering my surrender process and able to kind of, um, become willing to start digging and I went to treatment, I went to rehab and I came back and we started working through the steps and we started doing, you know, we did a thorough four step and we started doing all that stuff. I realized, wow, man, like this runs a whole lot deeper. And the deeper I went, the more willing I was to surrender to this program as a design for living, because I've never found a design for living more perfectly designed to bring me to God Mm. and attempt to live out God's will. And I know for me, that's important, man, because even in recovery, bro, I could be a savage, you know, like even in recovery, I still get sick. You know, so it's important that I have these steps to remind me, Okay, well, this is how I get back on track. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I think (laughs) it might be important to say even um, in addition to that, do you think that you would have eventually arrived at the position that you were willing to surrender to the program if you hadn't had that time where you were kind of screwing around coming to the meeting just showing up yeah. like how important do you think that was to to the whole process in general for you you know i i mean i hope i hope you're okay with me saying this but i think one of the most impactful sit downs we've ever had you and i as sponsor sponsee was probably a time you fired me i'm not <laughs> sure <laughs> i just kept coming back again mm-hmm. um but you told me you're like dude like what are you doing here like yeah. honestly like why are you here and it and it wasn't because you didn't want me there. I believe to this day, with all of my heart, you wanted me there. You wanted me clean, and you wanted me to get that help. And that's what I want for those still sick and suffering too. But you asked me that on a deeper level, yeah. You know, and you know, and I talk about it. I, I talk about that time in my life where I was like, I was kind of shunning God out. I was like, Hey, man, like God's, He's in the way of me getting high right now. Yeah. You know, and nothing's more important than my drugs right now. You know, but it was during that time that I destroyed myself mm-hmm. and I had to do that. I, d- I wish I didn't have to. And I don't think that's the case for everybody. I'm not saying, hey, go as low as you possibly can. You know, hey, we can stop digging. Yeah. You know, we yeah. can stop digging. But in my process, that was my process. And I had to get to a really, really low place before I was like, OK, you know, I was wrong. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm going to go try that that stuff again, that that 12 step stuff again, you know, that celebrate recovery, you know, because John seems happy <laughs> and he hasn't used in years how did he do that you know and i'll never forget the first time my very first meeting ever i saw someone pick up a one-year chip yeah i was like how did he do that yeah because i can't stay clean one day and this guy just got a year you know you know what how did he do that okay i'm in i'm in i'm sold you know what i mean so yeah i do think that i had to go through my process and beat myself up for a while you know what i mean yeah and i think that's the point of like for those who maybe are going to the meeting and they're not receiving the freedom that maybe they're expecting or maybe they're a little, I don't know, indifferent to actually working the steps is like that is just a part of the process sometimes for some of us. Maybe, you know, those who are a little bit more prideful or egotistical, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I bring it up to say is like, don't discredit like the you know, the times in the meetings that maybe we aren't working so earnestly, you know what I mean? Like, 
I definitely, you know, sitting down with you and having that conversation, somebody had that conversation with me, right? right. Like, and, and you know, I've been so much more cautious than some of the, like, bluntness that people had with me because somebody just asked me one day, they're like, why don't you just go out and drink, dude? Like, right. why don't you just go out and get drunk? Or why don't you just go out and use if you're just going to sit here and act like that? Right. And it's like, uh, okay, I, I and I get it, but it, it is. It's like, it's something so much deeper than just it like, is. why are you here? It's like, yeah, like, do, do you want this, man? Like, totally. because this is what we're signing up for. And anyways, I say all that to say is like, if if somebody's out there and you're in that kind of time, I mean, you, like you said, you keep, you kept coming back for two years right. before it finally clicked for you and, and you went and got treatment, which, you know, we are both big advocates for, for definitely, treatment. Definitely. You know, if you need it, go get it, dude. If you, even if you don't think you need it, but you have the opportunity to go, go dude just go and do it it's it's an amazing opportunity for anybody right and if you're having the conversation about (laughs) rehab you you know you might just need to go to like normal people just don't yeah whatever normal is whatever yeah yeah it's just not like a daily conversation like hey you know you ever thought about rehab you know like yeah yeah yeah. i'm not addicted to anything like no there's chances you probably need to go you know yeah that's your sign right there (laughs) right exactly exactly (laughs) So you know it, it is. It's important to just keep on coming back and totally. and um, yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't take you two years, you know, right. listener. Right. But like, let that. I think that can be an encouragement to us in like saying like, I'm so grateful you didn't give up. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you know, back to those normal people, any normal person would have gave up after two years and be like, well, you know, I'm still using, still right. sad, and haven't grown in my relationship with God. I'm going to leave because, you know, things just didn't happen for me. But, you know, God blessed you with the wherewithal to be like, okay, I've been here for two years and nothing's changing. But the fact of the matter is I haven't changed anything. Exactly. And you brought, you said something earlier too with the expectations of this meeting, right? Like if I'm expecting this meeting alone to keep me clean, like just stop. It's not, that's not, that's not how this thing works, right? Like I can go to the meeting, but if all I'm doing there is complaining about everything else and everybody else and everybody else is the problem. And, you know, I'm not doing anything about it. And I'm here listening to you go over a step every single, twice a month, you're giving a step study and I'm not paying attention to that step. And all we're talking about is these 12 steps and I'm not working the 12 steps. And I'm sitting here wondering like what the issue is. Like, man, I got some inside looking to do, Yeah, you know, because that's like a victim mentality type right. deal. Like that's yeah. me saying everyone else is the problem. And yeah. as long as everybody else is the problem, I don't stand much of a chance for some healing. Yeah. And this program isn't for other people. It's for us. Totally. Like, yeah. And, and yeah. And this is, this is the difficulty of it because we both have worked those programs. Like, right. right we've <laughs> we've, yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. those people. Totally. And so it's like, yeah, uh, it, it, I guess that, that's the thing. Speaking from experience. Don't, exactly. You know? But, Anyways, man, I, I we I, we haven't even got to the point where oh, you started you're getting into recovery. Oh, yeah. So yeah. let's just talk a little bit about. Um, so you finally you got treatment. Yeah. Praise God. Totally. Um, and so then you started working the program. What what was it? What was it like? Like you said, we worked a throw four step and all. But give us like a general overview of like you know your first month, first couple of you know I don't know six months, eighteen months, whatever as you were developing this way of living, like you mentioned, and kind of, I mean, 
killing the old self, you right, know, to be yeah. kind of vulgar about it. Yeah. What was that process like for you? Well, I think so. With step one, we started, and I'll never forget it too. I think we were at like a, a Mexican restaurant just down the street from here, and I yeah. was like, "Hey, man, I think I'm good on step one. <laughs> um, pretty solid on step two. I believe in God, so I think we, I think you and I should just start on step three. <laughs> so that's like <laughs> just to yeah. kind of give you a glimpse of the ego that I brought with me, even in sobriety. You know, that did not happen. So we ended up no. staying on step one. I think like a month or something like that. <laughs> but what I found was. Like, if you still had to convince me that I was powerless over drugs at that point, I probably wasn't even ready, right? Like, there yeah. shouldn't, I shouldn't, I, I can't do drugs, right? But what step one was for me was so much deeper than that. It was understanding that not only am I powerless over substances, but I'm powerless over people, places, and things. Mm. And that when I try to control people, places, and things, and drugs, and alcohol, and all, my life becomes unmanageable. Yeah. And if I can come to a place of acceptance on that, Man, life's a lot easier because then it's a lot easier for me to believe that, okay, well, I can't restore sanity to the situation, but here comes step two. Somebody can. Right. Right. And then that step two, I'm developing that relationship with God. And I think for me, because, well, I know who Jesus is. I, I already know. I believe Jesus is like king. I believe Jesus is God. Right. Mm -hmm. I was shutting myself off from a relationship with Christ because I, I know about rocket yeah. science. <laughs> I'm not sending a rocket into space. You know right. what I mean? Just because I know about something doesn't mean I... Like, have that relationship or comprehend right. it. So that step two really allowed me to, um, you had me write a letter to and from God, you know? And that was me kind of, I, I gauge it as where am I at with God right now? Mm -hmm. So I think it's a really good starting point just to see where I'm at currently with God. And then with step three, man, which is a daily battle, you know? Step three, I'm just making the decision. Yeah. I'm making the decision to turn my life and will over the care of God, you know? And once I have that foundation, I'm pretty safe to enter my fourth step. You know, and I want to say, I want to highlight that word safe because the four step, it's going to bring up some stuff. It's yeah. the most healing, freeing step in the in there probably, but I want to do it in a safe way. Mm -hmm. You know, so I did that four step and man, I wrote a book out, bro. You yeah. know, we, we, we went deep on that four step and I, I, it was a lot, but it was healing and it was freeing. And I fifth stepped it to you and to God. And I and I admitted to myself and I said, Well, John, this is what I wrote down and this and then we burned it, you know, and like yeah. burning all that stuff from the past, right? And then six and seven, like that's a heart condition. To me, six and seven you know, being entirely ready to have God remove these defects of character and then humbly asking him to remove my shortcomings, that is a heart condition, yeah. right? Am I, what am I holding on to? Am I holding on to the control? Am I holding on to the lust? Am I holding on to anger, resentment, whatever it is? Like, man, yeah. I'd love to get willing to be willing to let that stuff <laughs> get go at willing least. willing to be willing, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like a heart condition. And once my heart's conditioned properly, man, I'm ready to start making some amends. So I write out that list. I write out my apologies and I make those amends and I, and I humble myself and I make those amends. And then after that, I go into my maintenance steps because I want to keep it. So in order to keep it, I got to give it away, mm -hmm. you know, but I got to make sure I'm spiritually fit enough to give it away as well. So I'm, I'm meditating. I'm praying with God. I'm taking inventory still admitting when I'm wrong as promptly as <laughs> my human flesh will allow <laughs> yeah, me yeah. to, you know, and then step 12, man, the bonus step, I get to give it all back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, that is a, I don't know if that was a brief or overly long <laughs> overview of the steps. I don't know, but I don't know, dude, that was a freeing design for living. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, dude, that's like a quick uh, work through of all the, the steps, um, and I love that. Well, could you share with us a little bit about, how do I put it, like, emotionally? Like, how, I mean, I, I love the, the kind of overview of the literal working through the steps. Can you share with us, 
like the internal battle. I mean, it, it's so funny, you know, I'm, I'm like having these flashes of, of, you know, like these visions of, of the experiences that we had and just like hours of phone calls and like days and weeks and months that we spent on each one of these steps yeah. just flashing before my eyes right now as you just like zip through them. And yeah. I'm like, that is, that sounds so much <laughs> easier than it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So could you just share with us a little bit and, and for the listener, like to know, you know, it, it's, it, it kind of like you just said, it sounds easier than, than it, it was um, just so that they can have some perspective when working through these things, like it was a wrestling match, right? Like it was, it was, yeah. I think I was fighting pride and ego, even when I didn't realize realize I was fighting pride and ego. Um, I'm naturally combative, you know. I, I'm not the quickest to be like, you know, yes, sir. Let me get right on that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I think emotionally, each step brought different emotional processes. You know, I mean, making amends to people that. I, I didn't want to make amends to or that I was embarrassed or, you know, that's a different emotional process than, you know, like a step two, for example, when it's yeah. just me and God, you know, and it's me just you and I. And I'm not saying God. I mean, God was with me with step nine too, making amends. But, you know, I, so I think each one brought a different emotional process. And a big reason I'm so I'm not an advocate of rushing through the steps is, you know, my emotional sobriety, my emotional mm. IQ hopefully is being increased as i'm moving along in recovery yeah right so if you ask me to do a fourth step and you're asking me to make amends that first 30 days of sobriety oh man i'm gonna butcher some stuff yeah one i'm probably not even i don't even have the clarity yet exactly to really do do something thoroughly or effectively yeah you know in a way a sustainable way right you know um and two, I might I I might hurt myself or somebody else. Exactly. You yeah. know? So again, that kind of goes back to that being safe thing. But I don't know, man. Like I, I think that's a really great question, but I don't think we have enough time to get into what the emotional <laughs> stuff was because again, each step brought a different emotional challenge as well as emotional freedom though. You know, yeah. I, all of this might sound difficult or tough. It is a simple program. It can be difficult and it's supposed to be difficult. Growing hurts, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the freedom that comes from it is unmatched. Yeah, I mean, it's the most rewarding thing. So, like, why wouldn't it take some work? Totally. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, how about one of the things that we talked about often um, was staying in the Word, staying connected through mm -hmm. prayer and meditation and those kinds of things. Maybe you could share a little bit about that. Um, how much of an importance was that for you? And how did you kind of gauge, um, like, because that's you know you, you brought up emotional recovery and that's huge man it doesn't yeah. get talked about enough um you know for those of you who maybe did get rushed through the steps it's not to say that like you didn't work it appropriately or incorrectly or, or whatever um you know each person goes through their steps differently me personally and now you as well we have a different view on it and just saying like i would rather take somebody through the steps and like disciple them mm -hmm. side by side, bearing their burdens, um, growing emotionally and spiritually and through these steps and principles that are going to let these things sink in and, and have long lasting recovery, long lasting life change. Right. That's just the method in which, you know, we choose to do that. Right. Um, I'm definitely maybe more biased in thinking I think that's a better way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're out there and that hasn't been your case, you know, no shame against you right, right. um but i would certainly say 
you know, if I did my 12 steps every 30 days, mm. it's going to be different every 30 days. And so it's important for me to really, especially in the early days of my recovery, to be able to have a strong emotional and spiritual foundation in order for me to work these things earnestly. Right. So getting back to the question there, you know, how important was that for you um, in your journey, the spiritually and um kind of what was that battle for you like well i think so staying in the word i mean i think i think the 12-step program you know obviously we get it from aa yeah uh, but in my opinion <laughs> and in many's opinion you know those 12 steps are pretty much guidelines from the bible yeah you know 100%. it's it's a it's a design for living that it's like a, a jesus approved that guideline or design for living you know what i mean type yeah. deal. you know so the word went hand in hand with it bro you yeah. know my favorite verse is in matthew if you cling to your life you will lose it if you give up your life for me you will find it well those 12 steps man they're teaching me to not look at myself, you know, self-centered, selfishness, self-seeking, like those are behavior patterns that lead to my addiction and lead to whatever, you know, just destructive behavior, right? Like, man, look at step three, like make a decision to turn my life and my will over to the care of God. Like that lines right up with it, you know, and I was actually just talking about this um, with some of the high school students at, uh, at one of the HSM events last night, and they were on a Bible plan, and I shared with them what I did, you know, just to stay in the word, the first thing that I would do when it was cooler outside, I would take my dog for the walk, mm. and I'd whatever Bible plan I had on, I would listen to that devotional, I'd listen to that Bible reading, whatever it may be, and then the rest of the time, it was just me and God. It was almost like a, a step 11. It was just that quiet time, that prayer, to continue my conscious contact with God. You know what I mean? So they go hand in hand, bro. Like, I can't have one without the other and have a fully effective program. Yeah. I just, I can, I mean, I can recall so vividly so many times um, where maybe we would hit hit a wall, and it's kind of like, okay, let's mm. kind of talk about this, and then it's like, oh wait, like how's your prayer life right yeah, now? How's totally. your prayer? You've been in the Word, and it's like, ah, shoot, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you know. Yeah. And I think that that's a, something to remember, you know, yeah. that those things really do matter for sure, man. And, and maybe you're not at that point yet where you have a relationship with God. Um, it's still important. Like totally. you, you, we have to have some kind of that's why it's so important to work these steps in order mm -hmm. and as i'm working through step two it's like man i really have to figure out like i have to understand something a power greater than myself i've got to right. have some kind of foundation for this and you know of course we believe in jesus christ right. and we are so fortunate that we have a book that explains totally. the character you know and and so uh, yeah I, I i guess i just bring it up to say it's like there's different aspects of this program that maybe don't get talked about very often that are extremely vital. Mm -hmm. And they're meant to come up in the meeting after the meeting. They're meant to come up in sponsor, sponsee right. relationships, and, you know, in accountability partner relationships, and through seeking out our own literature. And, right. I mean, this is... It, and We have to take responsibility in our own programs. Totally. You know, I... I yeah, if anybody just shows up to one of our meetings and and expects to be able to know everything about, you know, how to find healing and to, you know, have long-lasting recovery, it, they're going to fall short. Right. And I mean, you know, I don't rely on our meetings to be able to, you know, sustain me throughout the week, you right. know. I have to constantly be in the word and also seeking out other opportunities to grow inside of my recovery. Right. 
And so there's many different things like this, again, that kind of come up. And we're, I don't know how we, we kind of got off on this because we're not really talking about your testimony. No, we're just talking recovery. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but I fine. guess that is, you know. Yeah. So let, let's kind of move into that a little bit. Um, where are you at now? Like, what's, like, what does recovery look like now for you three years later? Dude, so I have felt this calling from God to get back to ground level mm-hmm. lately, you know, and I have felt the calling. So I love sponsoring and I love the 12 step rooms. I, I I go to celebrate recovery and I go to other 12 step programs as well. And I absolutely love it. Lately, I've been feeling that calling to, okay, I want you to take these principles and I would truly want you to practice them in all of your mm-hmm. affairs. You know, so one of the latest things I've been doing is I've been uh, mentoring in high school ministry, mm-hmm. you know, and now that's been awesome. I'm still pretty new into it. Um, but it was an area that I felt a tugging at for a while and uh, with some help from some of our other, uh, you know, guys in Celebrate Recovery and one of my good friends, you know, they kind of gave me that nudge. I think God speaks through people a, a lot of times and they kind of gave me that nudge that I needed, you know. And my goal is to meet them at at high school ministries before I have to meet them at Celebrate Recovery. Yeah. And hopefully they come to CR because CR is a great place, period, <laughs> right, for yeah. anybody. But my point of that is I want to reach them before they have to get to the spot where I had to get to, before yeah. I found healing. And I've already been able to make some pretty solid connections with some some of the students back there, man. And, you know, they're still deciding on whether or not they trust me, right, just, yeah. you know, as it takes time. But you know, so that's kind of one of the newest areas of Palm Valley, that you know, of, of church that I've been serving. Um, but other than that, man, like I said, just trying to get back to ground level and stay within my community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was, you know, I had a podcast for a while as well and I was reaching thousands of people and I was super stoked on it. And I, and I'm, and I loved every minute of it, you know, as far as what we were able to accomplish there. But like I said, I felt this calling from God to kind of get back to ground level. And, uh, I, I don't know, man, like recovery is just, it's so evolving, you know, yeah. like what I'm doing today, and you told me a while back, too, like, hey, man, Dylan, I think you're one of those dudes that's going to have to keep it fresh, you know? <laughs> you know, you're going to have to, you know, find out what works for you during that season of life, you know? And, and I, I don't think I'm unique in that sense, but right now, um, that's me trying to be a better husband, yeah. trying to be a better father, trying to be in the present moment with those things, serving my church family, you know, because Palm Valley was the first seed planted in my recovery, Yeah, you know, so it's important that I give back to that as well, you know what I mean? So, I don't, dude, recovery is just, it's crazy today, dude, and it's bled into a whole another level of personal development, mm. you know, like the 12-step program has kicked me off into, like, wanting to take care of my physical health better, like, I'm in the gym now, I'm, you know, I'm d- jumping in freezing water type deal, yeah. you know, because I want that mental, physical, spiritual, emotional healing, like, I want it all now, dude, Yeah. you know, like, the 12-step program kicked that off, like, there's so many ways to feel good and feel great without the use of substances, and I want it, you yeah. know what I mean, and with God at the center of that, dude, like, I got the faith that things are good, bro. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I answered your question or not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you absolutely did. Then there is. And I I think that's the benefit and the reward of of recovery is, man, how could you put a finger on it? I mean, it's amazing. It's beautiful. And the opportunities abound. One of the coolest things, I think, more recently um, in conversations that we have, and I... You know, I don't think you would have any issue with me sharing this. Um, but I, I recently you, you came and, and talked to me and said, hey, you know, I still want you to be my sponsor. Um, but I kind of think it'd be cool to go through the steps with another person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, because I would like to get a, like a fresh perspective. And I just I think that's so cool, man. And I say this for a multiple of reasons. If you're a sponsor, you should encourage your sponsees to seek out additional support totally. and additional, you know, insight and perspective 
uh, for many different people because we as sponsors do not hold the key to unlocking uh, anyone's mind. Let I mean, we barely can do that for ourselves. And right. so we should certainly, um, you know, keep open hands with everybody that God brings to us. And then on the other side too, as sponsors, it's like the same thing as like, don't expect one person or one thing. I guess we're coming back to this again to to have everything that we need totally. in our personal development. And I just thought that was really cool, very admirable of you, and I think it was worth worth mentioning. Is there something you'd share kind of about that new journey that you've been on? Yeah, there was so we went so we went through the four step together. Um, you know, we kind of recapped the first three, I guess. I think I, I think you you're still definitely my guy and as far as <laughs> definitely like the way we go through sponsorship or the way we go through steps um but so he and i primarily worked on a fourth and fifth step and it was a much shorter first fourth step this go around i yeah. mean it was a, maybe a not even a fifth of what we did you know but and that's good that should yeah. be if i had the same size like man i didn't you know something went <laughs> wrong this past three years but um so we went through that man and i did i did get a little bit of a different perspective on it um and it and it helped out a lot it really did help out a lot um you know and that's something i brought up to you as well some of that stuff i think you and i need to go over as well though um but it did it did bring up a little bit you know it it, it was just that maintenance man like yeah. and you know with the season of your life you know new father congratulations <laughs> and you know where i was at ready to kind of take another dive into a four step it just seemed to work out and lined up and I don't know, man. It just it really helps some bring some clarity, you know, because, yeah. again, this is a design for a living. I'm going to 10 step as much as I can. But eventually I kind of it's like a house, man. Like we'll sweep up the house, we'll mop and all that type of stuff. Every now and again, you got to do a deep clean. Yeah. You know, and that's what this was for me. And it helped out a lot, man. And it, it's just I don't know. It freed me up. And, you know, I'm writing out the amends. You know, I'm just practicing pretty much what we went over now. Like now yeah. I'm going to write out some amends and stuff. So, yeah, it's been cool, bro. It's been really That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. I love that, man. Well, um, we, we already kind of talked about it a little bit, but I would like to chop up uh, step two a little bit more. Yeah. Coming to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. We were talking about coming to believe, you know, the character of God and um, being restored to sanity. What, what does that look like? Um, share a little bit of your experience with it and maybe um, just some thoughts. So again, I, this is the step that I really, really encourage people and myself, you know, to get, build that relationship with God. You know, and in my situation, I've never actually spawned. Well, I, I take that back. I take that back. But mo most of the people that I've sponsored so far did not have a relationship with Christ. Hmm. You know, they were from outside Celebrate Recovery or they were from other secular 12-step meetings. So they didn't have a relationship. And I'll never forget the conversation I had with one sponsee in particular. And he says, Dylan, like, I don't I don't even know who God is. Hmm. You know, I don't, you know, they tell me, like, make up a God or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, well, you know, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I'm making up God, then I'm God, you know? Right. Like, I'm still in control, you know? Yeah. But so I just told him, I was like, well, just talk with them. He's like, how do I talk with him? I'm just talk to him, bro. Just hear his voice. Like, dude, I don't know what his voice sounds like. And I told him, I said, well, so-and-so, if the first time, if we never met and I called you from behind, you know, I'm 20 feet behind you. And I said, hey, so-and-so, would you have recognized, oh, that's Dylan's voice? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, but we've taken time to get to know each other, right? We've grown together, right? We've built some trust. Now, if I call you, are you going to know that's my voice? He's like, yeah, Absolutely. I was like, dude, it's going to be the same situation, bro. Don't expect just all of a sudden this burning bush moment, right? Like, I didn't have necessarily a burning bush moment. It was a process where I had to let God in. You know, yeah. he was always there, but I had to let him in, you mm -hmm. know? So I encouraged him, just talk with God, man. 
talk with God, get to know God. And once I can build that relationship, it's going to be a lot easier for me to believe that he can restore sanity and stop relying on myself to try to restore everything and control everything because I'm going to fail. I'm not God. And it's stressful to play God. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's an anxiety attack. So to be able to build that personal relationship with God, man, you know, and in the very beginning, I kept it so simple for him. I was like, listen, bro, don't get high and talk to God. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and he tattooed that on his thigh. (laughs) Nice. That's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it can be, it really is that simple. Obviously, there's some complexities that come about with, you know, our own, you know, um, our neglect in that area or our own frustrations or just the way that we kind of go about it. But at the end of the day, it is, it's like, you know, whatever the hurt habit or hang up is, it's like, let's try to, you know, abstain from these things mm-hmm. and grow in our relationship with God. I mean, totally. we, it's what we believe is going to overcome everything. And so, um, I, I mean, I love step two. I think it's like one of those things that, you know, I'm step two in every day, you know, every morning. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, you know, like how you, you mentioned, you know, getting back to those basics, because I feel like step two, like, you know, I have to consider the fact that, you know, if I'm not living out God's will for my life, it's probably be because I'm either, you know, I have a misunderstanding about who God is mm. or I'm denying who he says he is. Totally. You know? Yeah. And I have to be reminded or discover what that looks like in my life all the time. Yeah, man. And um, nothing, I and I could say this confidently, that nothing, you know, proves to be uh more beneficial for my growth than discovering more about who god is right and just coming into contact with the stories of the bible and seeing the way that he interacted with people and stories that i've heard since i was a kid dude like mm-hmm. song s- stories that i sing songs about when i was a kid that right you know b- before i could even really have a memory of this of right. the stories you know and I can read them over and over and over and just be amazed by the character of God that shines through, that speaks to me in the situations that I'm in. And so totally. uh, step two is probably one of my favorites. Um, but I guess I say that about all of Dude, them. Dude, so. I know. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's really hard to narrow it down. I think it's just a really important step, man. Yeah. You know, to find God, to, to build that relationship with God, hopefully identify God, yeah. you know, like as being able to say who God is, you know, I'm confident saying, you know, Jesus Christ. I'm confident saying that that, you know, he, he was, you know, who he says he was. You yeah. know what I mean? And I believe that. So I think that's super beneficial as well, man. And just like I said, building that relationship, bro. That's the yeah. most important thing I think I took away from step two is like, where am I currently at with God? Yeah. I think that's a it's funny. I don't I don't know if that's a common question that we ask. What what do you believe about God? Like what do you believe to be true about who he says he is? Yeah. And that's just a great maintenance question for a relationship. Holy. Oh, dude, when I talk about Jesus, they're like, wait, that that's Jesus? Yeah. Like, who was his disciples? Like, yeah. Who, like, he, who did, what? You know, I'm telling them the stories of, like, him hanging out with, you know, and protecting and forgiving, you know, sinners and prostitutes and tax collectors and murderers. And they're like, well, that's not what I thought, you know? Yeah. So it's like this misconception, I think, is... 100% huge and it's so damaging man it's so so damaging that somebody thinks that they have to be held to this like impossible standard to be a follower of christ or to be welcomed into a church setting you know what i mean because that's just not the situation at all you know and you don't even have to take our word for it just get (laughs) oh crack open the bible (laughs) and you'll see it it's everywhere (laughs) you know 
And exactly. I would encourage you to do that because that's that's what overcomes it all, man. You totally, experience man. it for yourself and you're like, dang. Dude, when I found out about Paul and Matthew, I was like, no, nah, I think I'm in the right spot. For sure. <laughs> you're like, yeah. okay. He'll, no, he'll yeah. take me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not that me. bad, I guess. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Anything you would like to share with uh, or with our listeners? Um, I'd love if you just shared, you know, with a newcomer, you know, uh, encourage them and, and maybe the people who are skeptical about CR. But really anything to anybody out there listening. I'm so grateful that it got as bad as it did for me. Mm. And I hope it doesn't have to be that situ- that way for everybody. Um, I wish I would have humbled myself a lot sooner than I did, you know, and yeah. accept that help. But as a newcomer, I know that feeling of this is impossible. I'm glad it worked for you, but I really don't think it'll work for me <laughs> type, type feeling. Yeah. And it's just not true, man. Like, it's just not true. Like, this thing is possible for anybody, man. I've met some people who... I think they would agree we're far worse off than I was even, you know, and they found recovery. Like this thing is there and I firmly believe it's there for anybody who truly wants it. You know, I love the saying recovery is not for those who need it. It's for those who want it. And it's so true, man. Yeah. So that feeling of this is impossible, this feeling of like, man, suicide or this is never going to happen. Like, dude, that is a lie. That is a lie that I believed for a while. Sure. But now on the other side, I know for a fact is a lie because the healing is here. And man, we have a lot of it, bro. So whether you're in Goodyear, Buckeye, out of the state, r- r- across the world, whatever it is, man, get connected. Just get connected to a 12-step program. Find a Celebrate Recovery around you. Um, I don't. I think they have like Zoom stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just find a way to get connected, man, because this stuff is real. It's powerful, and it has changed and saved my life. And I'm so eternally grateful for it. Amen. I'm grateful that it has worked for you as well too man and it's been awesome to see you grow god bless you bro god god bless your family your work everything you do man you're doing a great job keep it up keep on coming back and uh carrying the message bro definitely thanks man love you bro listening to the CR Checkup Podcast. This podcast is meant to start conversations, not end them. So we encourage you to continue having conversations wherever you are at. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. You can also reach us by emailing recovery at palmvalley.org.